This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Saving money on everything for your next project at Menards. It doesn't matter what job you're up against. Works cordless power tools and lawn equipment have the power for you to get the job done faster and easier. The PowerShare 20-volt batteries run longer on a single charge, and they can be used with other tools. Check out Menards' entire selection of Works cordless power tools and lawn equipment. Plus the weekly flyer today on Menards.com. Save big money at Everyone, welcome to Take the Black Live, the weekly show where myself and Cheryl Wassner, both of WindowsComing.net, or Wick if you will, go through the latest and greatest in news surrounding Game of Thrones, Song of Ice and Fire, Lord of the Rings, History Materials, Fantasy, Sci-Fi, all that good stuff, all the stuff that we are uh, obsessed with to an unhealthy degree. Cheryl, how are you? It's definitely a healthy degree. I object. I, okay, I, 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 <laughs> yeah, I take that back. To a, to a healthy degree, an acceptable degree. Yes, we're, this is totally fine. We're just on Facebook once a week for and to talk about fantasy things. It's fine. It's 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 healthy, guys. We're we're fine. And you're fine for liking it. Uh, hi everyone who is watching the video. Hi Julie. Uh, hi Zabrina. Hi Kathleen. It's raining in Florida apparently, and it's not raining here. Which not it would. raining here. It's so hot oh, in Chicago. Uh, yeah, it's true. It is. It has been toasty. In the city. Quick little side story. I'm supposed to be watering the plants of a friend who's away uh-huh. for the for, for the week. And he gave me the wrong key to his apartment, like, door. <laughs> so his plants are, like, up there. just like, rotting in the sun. And it was supposed to rain yesterday, but it didn't. So that's, that's, my, that's my whole issue. I'm going to deal with that later. Um, sounds like you got a problem there, Dan. Okay, it, it, it's a whole saga. I'm having oh, to, like, ring the Lord. doorbell to Randos to let me in. It's a thing. I'm going to do it after this. Oh, anyway, go on. oh God. Good luck. Thank you very much. Good luck. Uh, but yeah, so hi, everyone who's watching. Um, we've got some fun, exciting stuff to talk about today. We do. First, I'd like to debut. We're going to have a debut on here. Actually, Ooh, we debuted it on fancy. the WindowsComing.net. But um, Insight Editions was kind enough to let us debut the cover for the upcoming The Art of Game of Thrones book. Yeah. From production designer Deborah Riley. This is a book that's going to you know, be a coffee table book that covers some of the Pretty spectacular images from Game of Thrones over the years. The cover, as you see, is concept art for that final scene where Daenerys gives her Nuremberg speech to like, all her assembled Unsullied and Dothraki in the ruins of King's Landing. That's Kieran Belshaw drew that, who also did an interview with, by the way, from Con of Thrones. Go to Winscombe's YouTube page to see that. Um, but yeah, the book is going to be just a big, splashy coffee table book of images, concept art, um, you know, sets, uh, locations glossy high quality images from the show itself kind of stuff from Kieran Belshaw which I think is pretty cool I've always liked that kind of stuff I do too like it's super like fancy but mm-hmm. also accessible so you can kind of feel classy in case you feel any sort of shame for really really liking something like Game of Thrones yes the packaging is very right you know pristine right you it, know 
Yeah. You're an adult. You collect fancy <laughs> coffee table books. Exactly. And you could put it like next to a Degas coffee table book or something really nice like that. Oh my god. And why shouldn't Game of Thrones be right alongside that? It's just as pretty. It's true. I mean, Shakespeare used to be like low entertainment, <laughs> low-ish entertainment anyway. Anyway, it's pretty so. cool that Inside Edition allowed us to do that. So thank you. It's also part of a, they have a whole series of these. They have like the costumes of Game of Thrones. Right. They have the art of Game of Thrones. A couple of those I forget. Um, Lots. Yes. I, I think they also have the photos of Game of Thrones, which is just like the behind the scenes mm-hmm. images. Mm-hmm. But very, very cool. And that is pre-orderable for 75 bucks now. Anywhere books are sold. I think it's pretty keen. It is pretty fancy and snazzy looking. I'm excited. Uh, we have Deborah saying hi from Saginaw, Michigan. Uh, hey, my family lives in like Southwest Michigan, so I kind of know where that is. So I'm a little proud is. of myself. Yeah. Uh, hi, Ter, who also says hi, y'all. So hi, everyone. Um, but yeah, no, that looks that looks pretty cool. Um, Insight is doing a ton of these kinds of books lately too. Are they've they got right? the yeah, they've got like the Galaxy's Edge cookbook. Oh, that's Star them Wars. too. You're right. Um, they've got some other stuff. They, they're doing a really cool job, I think, of kind of doing these different forms of things, not just the usual. Here's the, how this series was made. It's like, here's the art. Cause it, that's, it's the pretty stuff that you, you want to look at. It comes to Game of Thrones news. There wasn't a lot, whole lot else this week. No, um, you know, quiet. Emmys are still coming. There was a scare and, that I fell for completely oh my God. where, okay, really quick okay. This story. Okay. Where, you know who Elio and Linda are? Yeah, I do. Garcia, they're the people who work with George R. R. Martin on the World of Ice and Fire. Mm-hmm. They made him Westworld.org. They r- didn't retweet. They reposted. Like, they just copied the text and r- tweeted it at, from their own account. A tweet from, I think, Castle Ward. Just having an event where Game of Thrones fans come. Castle Ward stood in for Winterfell a couple of times. And the verbiage was basically like, something big is happening on September the 21st, or August the 21st, I think. Yeah, it was August 21st. Um, Will the winds of winter blow? And of course, people read that and freaked out. Lost their minds. Because this is Elio and Lenny. You know, they're tapped into George R. R. Martin's stuff. And (laughs) once again... No, it's not. <laughs> there is no announcement. Hello, LJK guys. It was it was just the 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 Castle Ward Twitter account, which is you know not as plugged into these loaded words <laughs> that the Game of Thrones fandom is now triggered by <laughs> not, as, as other people. Not are. everyone is as online as we yes, exactly. are. Who just like use it because like oh that sounds fun, which is totally fine. And then again, the, the weird bit was when they didn't retweet it; they actually recopied the text and tweeted it from their account, so it gave the appearance of that they made it up. Which is, I think, where the confusion was. That's not how you Twitter. <laughs> That's not how you Twitter. But anyway, that okay. event will be Oy. fun. And once again, we're disappointed that there's no other winner announcement coming. Uh, George R. R. Martin is going on a big, like, UK tour coming up here. And they, I think he leaves, like, tomorrow. Okay. Um, bunch of cons, World Con, some con in Dublin. Um, so that's nice. Maybe something will happen. Maybe Yay. not. Probably not. I say we just move on from Game of Thrones because I was a little bit crushed by that yesterday. Yeah, I, I could I could kind of feel it like radiating. Why do I get my hopes up again? Why did I do it? I've been hurt so many times. You know, I don't it have still got me. I don't have an answer for you other than just make make like Elsa and let it go. Okay. Let's let it go and talk about another big series on the horizon. That is, is actually complete. Oh, no, it's not. This is... Well, uh, no, no, no. I mean, the, the source material is... Yes, complete. it's as complete. Although in this case, I think that could be a, a rough thing, which we're going to well, talk about. Yeah, okay. 
So this is a uh, Amazon's Amazon's big Lord of the Rings series, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is uh you know coming down the pipe. They've cast at least one person. They're right. going <laughs> to film pretty soon, set in the second age of Middle Earth. If anybody's familiar with that, that means uh the time when Sauron is forging those rings, having right, a good time. Right, right. Um, we haven't heard a lot about it. They're keeping things very under wraps. But there was an interview with the Tom Shippey, who is the world's most renowned Tolkien scholar who's now retired, but they hired him to consult on the show. And apparently he didn't get the memo because he was just like talking to this uh, German Lord of the Rings fan site like they was going out of style. And he said some pretty interesting things I think are worth uh, mentioning. Okay, a cu- couple things there. Yes. One, mm-hmm. I want that job title. I Oh my God, me too, right? Maybe not for Tolkien, but like y'all need a Sailor Moon scholar. Like I'm all over it. Got you covered. Um, Imagine that on your resume. <laughs> world's preeminent expert in Sailor Moon. Um, uh, two, Karen asks, OMG, when will the books be done? I don't know, Karen. Well, um, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll suffer through it. We'll, we'll find someone to add <laughs> Why did you have to crush Dan again? Um, and uh, three, <laughs> Amazon doesn't have Marvel snipers yet, I guess. I mean, they've been very quiet. Like, they haven't really released much. But, I mean, eventually there's got to start being some, like, <laughs> yeah. That, that's, yeah. That's stink of a teacup. Yeah. Um, anyway, first thing he said was um, that the show, first season is supposed to have 20 episodes in the first season. Which, so, I, I think that might be just talking, like, just kind of pulling a number out of somewhere. Yeah. But this is easily the closest we've gotten to official confirmation. Would that work for you? 20 episodes for a Lord of the Rings show? I mean. Seems like a lot. It seems like a lot. Like, I've sat through, like, ex- the extended versions of the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, go along. And, like, that's, like, the limits of my attention span. <laughs> 20 just seems like a lot. <laughs> like, I don't know if anyone has the attention span for 20 episodes. It'd be a big swing. Yeah. I mean, it would explain where all that money they're spending is going. That's true. That is true. That is a fair point. But, like, especially because Amazon, in most of its other kind of endeavors, has Mm -hmm. very much embraced the shorter season. Yeah, I was thinking that, like, idea. Mrs. Maisel is, like, what, like 10 episodes? Yeah. So it's a little confusing, especially if they're going for, like, an hour long. Like,. You know, it's like 20 hours of content for one season. <laughs> you imagine it being like a half hour long show. Oh, no. That would be terrible. I mean, networks did that. Networks still do like 20 sure, episodes a season. But networks do it in a spread out kind of way. Usually Amazon dumps everything at once. Right. So binge model. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little confused by that. But again, this guy's a Tolkien scholar. Not a TV That's true. producer. Like it probably ends up he's just like kind of talking out of turn. Yeah. But I mean, he's this is the closest to official word that we've gotten from anybody. That's true. I also liked all the things he said about like how they are bound by the Tolkien estate. Because a, a big a big part of the reason I'm kind of worried about the show. Because uh-huh. I, I feel like they made the deal to make a TV show about Lord of the Rings without really having an idea first. Like they spent all this money and they had to start shooting within X amount of years and then they didn't really – I feel like they might have been going toward an Aragon show first and then pivoted. Now they're definitely doing the second age. But I, I think it took them a while to get there. Now they're staffing up. Like, I, I, I just worried there might be a scramble. And now the Tolkien scholar 
um, is talking to us about like what limits they have on it. Basically that the Tolkien estate will insist that the main shape of the Second Age is not altered. So Sauron invades Eriador. He is forced back by the Numenorean expedition. He returns to Numenor. He corrupts the Numenorians and seduces them to break the band of the Valar. You know any of this stuff? Remember from Tolkien lore? I, I actually know what some of those words mean. <laughs> yes. So all that's got to remain the same. Okay. But they can like add in characters and answer questions that were never answered by Tolkien. Like, uh, what is Sauron doing in the meantime? When, <laughs> he's just having, he's just when having all a party. When is happening. Where was he after Morgoth was defeated? Um, Theoretically, they can answer these questions by inventing the answers, and Tolkien did not describe it. But it must not conflict with anything Tolkien said. It must be canonical. It is impossible to change the boundaries which Tolkien has created. It is necessary to remain Tolkienian, which is a word I think he might have invented. Yeah. Um... I mean, my answer to what was Sauron doing in the meantime is always he just found some really great pipe weed. Like <laughs> <laughs> for like the first thousand or second age, he's just, he's just getting blazed. He's just he's just smoking it up. That's why his eye is so red. Um, <laughs> Should I go build a tower and take over Middle Earth? Nah. No. Build some like ships like Gandalf does in the movie. <laughs> I'm too busy. I'm busy. He's busy, man. He's busy. Um. Wow. Okay. Um, to oh, and I'll, just the final thing is that the Tolkien oh, estate has veto power, as he says that uh, they can say no, and the first and third ages are strictly off limits. So no Lord of the Rings proper. Um, this sounds like maybe not a great idea. It sounds pretty restrictive to me. Yeah. <laughs> like there are a lot of rules for Amazon to follow. Like, I'm like, whoa, man, chill. Like if you spent $250 million on the rights, wouldn't you have like, I would want I'm spending locks. this money. I can do whatever I want. I would want them lock, stock and barrel. <laughs> this is the time to make my fan fiction dreams real. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, Oh my gosh. Like that just seems like a lot going on and like i'm definitely not against the idea of like storytelling by collaboration like sure this film has done way better with the story group like marvel mcu marvel has done the same thing like being able to kind of but both of them can kind of pick and choose and expand mm-hmm. in ways that seem more kind of expansive i guess sure. I think like they they don't have quite the same number of boundaries you know um that's probably because like you know most of the history of star wars is like kind of exists but hasn't been made canon again yet but like it's a whole weird thing yeah. it's a whole weird thing um but yeah like that just seems like, that seems like a lot man <laughs> like everything about this lord of the rings adaptation just seems like a lot and i'm concerned <laughs> It definitely seems like a lot for the money they spent. Yeah. Yeah, but we'll see how it goes. To, to, to me, it gives up a couple of red flags. Um, but, you know, it's it's still early days. We don't know <laughs> what's going to happen. It's any red flags. Lannister forever, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. Here. yeah, no. Um, yeah, I'm very curious to see how it turns out. Yikes. And again, it'd be fun to be that job. Oh, absolutely. That guy is going to be like the enforcer on set. He's going to be like, no, no, no. This, this, this wasn't in Turkey's med. med-, med- Imaginary, miss you. This reminds me of my favorite story about the making of the Lord of the Rings, which I will now briefly tell. Um, okay, so Christopher Lee, right? He plays mm-hmm. Saruman. Um, I think I know this one. 
You probably do, but it's still my favorite story. Um, so at one point, Saruman gets like stabbed in the back, right? Mm-hmm. And Peter Jackson wanted Christopher Lee to make this really obnoxious noise. And Christopher <laughs> Lee was like, you don't understand. I know the sound a man makes when he's stabbed in the back. And it's <laughs> not that. This, of course, being because uh, he was in the SAS during World War II. Um, so he was basically a spy, right. which was super dope. But yeah, like Christopher Lee knew the sound that a man made when he was stabbed in the back. Christopher Lee was the most metal star, like metal movie star that we will ever see again. He also good. literally did death metal songs. You ever hear he his album? He did. And they're really good. They're really good. <laughs> like he's descended from, he was descended from Charlemagne. Like it was dope. This new show will miss him. Yes. Anyway, so absolutely. that's. Uh, Everything misses Christopher Lee. So, that, so that's what's going to happen. And speaking of um, Disney and the MCU and Star oh, Wars boy. and stuff. Have you heard the news about uh, their new Disney Plus bundle? Disney wants to just take all our dollars, man. I feel like now it's a foregone conclusion. They're, yeah. They're, they're getting everything. Uh-huh. So the, 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 the news was today that okay. Disney Plus is going to be Disney's new streaming service. going to have live action Star Wars shows, The Mandalorian, this um, the Rogue One one, whatever it's called. Ca- uh, the Cassian Andor one yeah. that's in development. It's going to have a bunch of MCU shows. going to have a Loki show. going to have Winter Soldier and Falcon show. It's going to have... WandaVision, which is still a little weird title for me, but sure, whatever. Just let me have my Scarlet Witch content. Gotcha. Continue. Anyway, they're put of a lot of Disney content, like all the Disney content. Like <laughs> which is a lot. Especially now since they, you know, acquired 20th Century Fox, well all of their content too. It's gonna be ridiculous. And it was already kind of a foregone conclusion that everybody was gonna buy it. Now they announced in their earnings call today that for twelve ninety nine they're gonna offer a bundle of Disney Plus Hulu. Which is another streaming service that we are. I, I, I was kind of wondering, like, what would happen with it after this acquisition, um, and ESPN Plus for the same price as a standard Netflix package. So I feel like they're going for <laughs> streaming dominance, and they're going hard. <laughs> Mickey Mouse sighed as he unsheathed his keyblade <laughs> and just went nuts. Bob Iger claimed it was a coincidence. I don't buy it for a second. <laughs> Lol. Lol forever. Um, no, no, that's (laughs) not a coincidence. Um, so what I've heard is basically that Hulu is going to still be the house for like more adultier things because Disney is supposed to be family friendly. Yeah. Um, not Disney's The Handmaid's Tale. uh, No, no, very, very much no. Um, but like to, to then say, Oh, by the way, we're gonna un- basically undercut, or at least try and kneecap mm-hmm. Netflix's pricing strategy right now. That's that's hardcore. Like, and mm-hmm. if you only subscribe to Disney Plus, you can buy it for a year at a time, and it's cheaper yet. It's even cheaper. Yeah, it's even cheaper. And like, I don't, I don't know, like. That's kind of wild that Disney is... Well, it's not wild, I suppose. I mean, it's nearly not. It's like the house mouse didn't get where it is by um, being, being nice. polite and nice. No. You know, they were always yeah. pretty cutthroat. Uh, yeah. But, uh, um, oh my gosh, Julie is like, I can't find anything that satisfies me the way Game of Thrones did. Guess I'll have to keep watching reruns. It's either that or Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig <laughs> is everywhere these days. Um, oh, did you hear the thing about like um, young... American children are developing like slight British accents. I know it's pig. hilarious, <laughs> it's and I love funny. it. 
Um, Julie, may I recommend briefly Kingdom on Netflix? It is a Korean horror period zombie show. So if you like okay. a little bit of horror in your in your life, it's really great. Um, but yeah, like D- Disney's going for like aggressively Aggressive. going for it. I'm like, I knew I was gonna probably get Disney Plus anyway because Mandalorian. Like, I'm 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 simple. You, you're, you're you're on that train. I'm I'm simple. Um, but like, wow. I kind of resent it. Um, You're a little that, mad that it's that it's that that it's it's already like the hegemonic thing in streaming, and it's not out for months. I know, and it's already a monolith. Still got three like, months to go. It, it's already just assumed that I'm going to spend my money, and I will spend my money on it, and I will get it. We're done. But um, I yeah, I, I do resent a little bit that they that they are able to walk in and just dominate things so completely and it's not even out and i'm already sure they're gonna do it i know it's like disney Dis- just trust busting break it up <laughs> new people in office to just go after the company that's what they need that's what i think but probably that's what we be on skip this discussion uh, i mean yeah that's 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 a long discussion that- vertical integration horizontal what it's integrated somehow the, yes <laughs> But that's something else. Um, I don't think it's ever going to happen. Uh, no. But so, yeah, that's, uh, that's... Yeah, we just... Um, that's, that's Accept what, Disney's new dominance. Uh, I, for one, welcome our new animated overlords. <laughs> like, that's about... It's all about... That's about all we can do at this. But, like, it is that ridiculously dominant. Like, all of the other streaming services are like, yeah, 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 they've got their foothold. You know, Netflix is like, mm. oh so-and-so percentage of u.s traffic every night is just netflix but it's like i don't know if it's for long though man But i don't know if it's for long man they're losing a bunch of stuff yeah two two deals like this yeah and like it's it's on but what okay yeah like it's just so wild to me that like even as we see this coming and even as we're able to comment on it, we're also just like, yeah, and we're probably going to get a Disney Plus subscription. Speaking of um, inevitability. Deep um, inevitabilities. Yes. You have an announcement to make to oh, the I Take do. the Black Live crew today. Oh, I do. Uh, dear, wonderful Take the Black Live fans, audience, everybody who's going to be watching this later or listening on our podcast, wherever you can subscribe to our podcast, which is you know, the App Store, Google Play, Stitcher, et cetera, uh-huh. et cetera. Very true. You know what you're going for? Um, This is actually my last show. Um, mm. Well, now it says goodbye, Cheryl. Oh, uh, no, no. Don't look at my face. Um, th- Thanks. Thanks, Richard. Um, So um, I'm going to be leaving fan-sided. Um, so I am getting uh, a new opportunity um, in a different field. So that means I'm not going to be on the show anymore regularly. Um, Dan said the word guest spot before we started filming. And I was like, but I like my house. So we'll see. But long story short, um, I want to say thank you to everyone who's watched the show, stuck with us through all of our different beyond the wall segments, all of the times we have gotten way off into the weeds. <laughs> Um, including several times on this very show. So oh, absolutely. we're going out in style. And the Wick Club was fun. I enjoyed doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Who's watched and supported the Wick Club, who um, you know, reads our stuff, comes to the site every day, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to thank all of you. Um you guys made it really easy for me to come on and be the new co-host of the show uh last year, and I'm sorry to go. 
I'm sad mm-hmm. that I'm going. Mm-hmm. But I enjoy – I've enjoyed coming and sitting with you all every week when I'm, you know, not by dying or something or on vacation. Right. Um, but just kind of being, you know, able to talk about stuff with you, enjoy stuff with you. Um, I'm already seeing comments who are of like, we'll miss you, good luck, and don't make me cry on air, guys. Um, but seriously, I think all of you. Um, I am sure that we will see each other on the internet somewhere. Um, Dan, thank you for letting letting me be on this crazy show. Um, I had a good time, yeah. Yeah. yeah it was definitely fun. I thank you for all, all you've done. Yeah. Um, I've really enjoyed talking to you over this time. I hope we keep doing it a little bit. Um, Absolutely. And yeah, thanks for all you contributed. And I was going to give you a round of applause. Yay! <laughs> Seriously, guys. The, the comments might make me cry, so. Oh. All right. Well, um, is, is, is Josh around? No. Okay, oh, well, dear. At this point, we would usually bring on Josh Hill for A Song of Dan and Josh, but apparently he's absent. So. <laughs> Time for some small talk. <laughs> anything else that struck you this week, Cheryl, in the news? <laughs> um, seriously, guys, all of these comments are wonderful. Um. I mean, what else has struck me? I've really, uh, I've seen a lot of stuff about Picard lately, and yeah, I'm still people, people are, 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 people are, are excited. high on that one. It's um, so weird for me because I have I've seen one episode of Star Trek in my entire life, um, the Next Generation. I watched it because I heard that Whoopi Goldberg was on it, and she, I wanted to see was. that. Yeah, and that's it. Nothing else. Um, and it's interesting to see you because you were younger than me. And but you like kind of get so you you, you I like I, I've seen you like I've seen you get excited about Picard, and he's in a meeting. He's in oh. a meeting. Maybe <laughs> we should um skip over a song then and Josh do it special or something for next week. We can do that. Yeah, let's let's just do a two chapter special. Let me just finish that thought really quickly. Yeah, please tell, tell me tell me tell me why you are astounded. Well, no, I, I'm not astounded. Okay. I'm just it's interesting to see like because you're younger than me. Yes, I am. And um. But apparently, you still found time to develop like nostalgia for Star Trek: The Next Generation, which is a show that you know was on, I think, in maybe in your lifetime, but like when you were really little. At the very end of my, or at, at, at <laughs> the end of your life, it was yeah, on. I was dying, and it came on. <laughs> no, um, at the very like end of its run, because I think mm-hmm. it ended in like ninety two or ninety like three, yeah. somewhere in there. A lady never tells her age, but suffice it to say that I was alive around that time period. Um, yeah, well, that's because my siblings are mm-hmm. older than me by a significant amount. So okay. I, they were into Star Trek, which by osmosis, I became into Star Trek. Also, the next generation was in repeats all the time, even in the, I do late, remember that. In the late 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And also my mom showed me episodes of the original Star Trek. So I was, cool. I was done for from the, uh, from the very get go. <laughs> um, that's cool. I mean, that, that's cool that people are excited, even yes. young, younger people about um, a 70 something man coming back to retake the role that made him a bald legend just the just sir patrick stewart saying engage gave me feelings i was like oh my god i mean it's just strange like how nostalgia works like you know lord of the rings was a long before my time but i still got into my system pretty young and Mm -hmm. i was just in there forever same thing with me in star wars i mean to be fair phantom menace came out in 1999 Mm -hmm. but like before that like it was just the original trilogy. I I may have actually like not worn out, 
the videotapes that we had, <laughs> but it was it was close. It was close. Good old videotapes. Yeah. Going out. But, anyway, um, okay. Yeah. Uh, he's still out. He is. Still I think we're out. probably gonna just end it in the near future. Oh, we're sorry. We were. We're very um, sorry. How about this? How about uh, we're gonna end it here? Okay. And we can bring Josh. I'm maybe for like a special episode, or just or just wait till next week to do song then and Josh. Sorry, everybody who's run for song then and Josh. Josh in a very important meeting. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm gonna. I I don't know what exactly it's about. <laughs> but My it's lives okay. are at stake. Okay. Almost definitely. <laughs> But we will be back in the near future mm-hmm. with Song of Ben and Josh. I think Tyrion Five from Last of Kings. I was ready for it. Um, and that's what he's in the meeting and, for. And, and we'll be back it. with more Take the Black Live, just with no more show. Yeah, without me. Sorry, guys. But we'll be back. We're not going to stop. Yeah, no. AKA. The show's not ending. Whoever My replaces time you will is. have a yes. uh, large boots to fill. Aw, that's so nice of you, Dan. Oh, of course, very true. But anyway, thanks for watching, everybody. Yeah. You have any final thoughts? Here? You want to sign off? Oh, goodness. Uh, thank you for watching, everybody. Uh, please be sure to uh, tune in next week. Uh, we will keep you posted on everything. And uh, yeah, until next time for Take the Black Live, even if it's not for me. Have a good week, guys. And we'll see you soon. Bye. 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 This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.